And now, live in studio, cutting through your typical media nonsense and offering you a rational and unbiased perspective on current events and life in Tampa Bay. He's a successful entrepreneur, published author, top listing agent, a real estate and finance expert that goes to bat for you every day as a consumer advocate. Your host and the consumer quarterback, Brandon Rhymes. Yes, you're listening to the Consumer Quarterback Show with your host, Brandon Rhymes. Brandon is out today. You've got your backup quarterback, James DeJerome, in the chair. Same commitment to providing consumer advocacy, same program we always do. I'm the executive producer of the Consumer Quarterback Show with Brandon Rhymes. So I want to thank Brandon for giving me the opportunity to step in for him. Uh, I, as part of the show, have a great partnership with Brandon. We've been doing this for, together for a couple of years now. His commitment to consumer advocacy and finding business owners and guests that want to come on and share their insights and give you some knowledge about what they do and how they do it and the things they've learned over the years from uh, being involved in their field. So it's a great chance for you to sit back and learn a little something on the Consumer Quarterback Show. One of the things Brandon has really impressed is we want to positively impact you. We want to give you some positive news. We want to change uh, the, the, the narrative from the typical uh, negative mainstream news. And that's one thing we're going to do today is inject you with some positivity like we always do. Now, like any good backup quarterback, think maybe uh, Fitzmagic or for your older folks, maybe Don Strock. Uh, like any good backup quarterback, uh, I, I'm going to lean on my teammates. We've got a great team here in the studio. I've got DJ Yahoo back there running things. AM860, when you're listening to us on the radio, you're hearing his work, and he does a great job keeping us sounding right. Of course, if you're watching the television program on WeBeam TV every day at 10 a.m. or on any of the other smart TV applications we have, uh, Apple TV, Roku, uh, we're all over the place out there. And if you, if you do catch the TV show, Search Binge Networks TV on any smart TV, and you'll find us out there. So we're available all over the place. For those of you who do check out the show on TV, uh, you probably see our, our intern, uh, Demetrius, back there behind the glass. So the whole team's here, and I want to thank those guys for helping me come out here and host the show today. We're also... Uh want to introduce you to some partners. You know, we have a great partner in the studio today, and the key to this show is the partners. They come on and tell you a little bit about their business, their experience, and give you that knowledge that makes the show work. So to that end, I've got Heather Locke, fit to a T, is here today. This is Heather's second appearance on the show. We talked a little bit about her background. She has a really interesting story where she kind of empowered herself through knowledge, and I want to introduce her today. Uh, Heather, tell us a little bit about what's going on with you lately. Oh, just been working with a lot of different clients. Really proud of them. Um, I have my studio in downtown Dunedin. Okay. So it's a boutique studio, so it's very one-on-one customized programming for each person, depending on what their goals are. Okay. Now, you do, you do everything from uh, nutrition. You have a background as a nutritionist. I do. I'm a certified nutritional health coach. You also participate yourself in uh, competition. I do once in a while. I do. I didn't do it to go pro, but I did it just to see how amazing the amazing things that my body can do and just so there's a goal for me as well. So if you guys are watching the TV show, you see Heather's in great shape. Uh, but her story is a little surprising because it wasn't always the case where you were feeling great and in a physical shape. Tell us a little bit about your history uh, medically. Oh, uh, growing up, I was always very active. I competed horses. I took ballet, jazz, and tap. I mean, gymnastics. Um, and then I I had to be an adult, so I did a lot of marketing, and I was sitting in the car a lot. Mm-hmm. So in my late 20s, early 30s, I started to really ache a lot, like I was 80 years old. And I just could not understand what was going on with me. Felt muscular joints? 
Yeah, just muscles. Okay. Muscles mostly. Okay. Um, in all quadrants, even when I was sleeping, I could barely sleep. It was almost like I had sleep apnea, but then they tested me and they said I did not. And it's not a result of soreness where you had, did an activity and then felt sore? No. Just it was in just, general? Yeah, just in general. Now, how long did you suffer from that, or did you feel that way until you actually took activity and tried to do something about it? I did. I, I just got tired of um, trying to, or doctors trying to give me um, pharmaceuticals for it because I'm very anti-pharmaceuticals, mm-hmm. just that's me personally. Um, and I took it upon myself to find out what was really going on. So I kind of figured out that I had fibromyalgia, but still to this day, they really don't know where it comes from. It's just widespread aching and pain. It affects men, women, all ages? Yes, it does. And usually it comes from trauma from our pasts. I know I've taken a lot of hits with mm-hmm. uh, coming off bikes, getting bucked into walls with horses is ridden right. over, uh, fell on my tailbone. So all of those over time, we don't realize it when we're younger. We said, oh, we'll just get up and sure. we're ready to rock and roll. But as we age, those injuries come back to haunt us. I see. And I'm no, no stranger to that as well with football. You rehab and you get to a point where you can operate back to the, the functionality that you had before, but the injury is in the background. So in years when you stop uh, motion, you're sedentary, all of a sudden you start to feel that ache and pain a little bit. Maybe you did something that didn't quite right. heal 100%. Mm-hmm. Uh, now, the, the key to this whole thing is diet to me. You found this, this, did you pursue nutrition as a result of your issue or did you you were interested in nutrition prior to the the fibromyalgia issue? I did. I grew up uh, learning how to cook everything from scratch. I came back from a Hungarian-Croatian background, very okay. old school, which is awesome. you know. Um, but I had a notion that I had allergies because I could kind of tell as I'd drink too much beer, because I'm from Wisconsin, <laughs> or I would eat something, I wouldn't feel so great, or okay. I would have a headache, or I would ache more. So I really wanted to research that, and I found that kinesiology testing for me personally works the best, which is muscle testing. Um, And that told me um, what I kind of thought, that I was allergic to things like wheat, nightshade vegetables, especially when you have fibromyalgia, you should stay away from nightshade vegetables, Hmm. um, peppers, eggplants, anything like that. I'm so, I don't know. Nightshade? Is that what you said? Mm -hmm. Define that for me. Anything that grows in the ground. Oh, Pretty much from the ground. So uh, tomatoes, the acidics Hmm. in it. Um, Sometimes people are a little less sensitive to things than others. But as a whole, you kind of should stay away from that. Dairy. Unfortunately, I'm from the dairy state as well, mm-hmm. and I have to stay away from dairy a little bit. You said acidic, and I, I hear that uh, sometimes in terms of dieting. They want to change your alkaline to a base, that kind of thing. I don't understand those terms really when it comes to food. How do you apply acidity to You said tomato would be a food that's high in acid. Yeah, it, they just kind of permeate your gut lining, and so they cause something like leaky gut syndrome. Hmm. Um, so you have a lot of problems digestively. Um, but, but what other foods would be in that category besides a tomato? Uh, peppers, eggplants can do it sometimes. Uh, raw vegetables sometimes can do it to certain people. Okay. Black uh, beans. I'm just taking, for example, a lot of things that really kind of affect me. Sure. And the opposite is what? The oven acidic. Uh, I mean, you can eat, I can eat tons and tons of green beans. Because they represent more of a base? Yeah. They they don't have all of those properties, but they're very, very nutritious, but they're easier on the gut lining. I see. Yeah. Cucumbers so, uh, without the seeds. French okay. cucumbers are much better. Um, zucchini squash because they're very water-based. 
I think a lot of folks out there are under the impression that eating healthy means fruits and vegetables. And certainly that's a healthy alternative to some other foods that are, exist out there. It is. But a, a way to categorize your specific vegetables for your own diet, I don't think I've ever even thought of that in terms of one might be acidic and might affect my diet one way or have an impact on me directly. So when you work with someone, you customize their plan, mm -hmm. how do you determine their foods? Uh, we can do it through kinesiology testing. Um, I'm not sure I understand what you mean by that. But when you say that, usually a lot of chiropractors, acupuncturists do it. They actually put vials, uh, different things in vials, mm -hmm. and they'll actually hold, have you hold that vial and press on your arm mm -hmm. to see if you are weak in that area. Really? Um, some people say it's they like it. Some people don't. There's kind of mixed. Okay. You kind of have to figure out what works best for you. There's blood testing that they can do sure. for food allergy testing. But if you are inflamed, remember. Um, highly inflamed, you're going to test positive for everything. And okay. so you can't say, oh my goodness, I can't eat anything now. So you mean as a result of a traumatic event, perhaps? Yeah. Or a muscle tear or something? Over t Yeah, and over time, our bodies change. Because look at the environment and all the, the pollutants that right. we breathe, we drink, even if we're trying to be healthy as all can be. So we're being hit by all of that, um, all the sprays, that the pesticides that they use. Some of us are more... Um, we are so more susceptible to being sick from it than mm -hmm. others. I know you had a really uh, interesting point when we first got together. I said, "How do you how do you break somebody down and start from scratch?" And you said, "Well, you got to find something you can handle, and then we add to it as we build the diet." So you you try to break somebody down and say, "Well, I know you may have good habits and bad habits. Let's start with something we know is positive, and then add to it." Is that the structure? Yeah, we can start, and it, you have to ask if people are really willing to do that. I mean, there's other ways around it. Some people just aren't willing to do that because it's, it's hard to diet period and when you ask someone to take away everything except for a few items they immediately oh. it is yeah <laughs> and i said too if it, there's a different ways of taking more fiber out of vegetables um like juicing it versus you know pulverizing it or putting in a blender okay. and sometimes people have a lot of problems with a lot of fiber and then some people really need to take a lot of fiber right so the way you prepare it not just the food item but how you prepare it Mm -hmm. And then the quantities. And, and is there something to do with timing as well when yeah. you eat it? Yeah, it's timing too. I mean, like let's say people are uh, they're competing and they have a food surplus, a caloric surplus, mm -hmm. meaning 2,000 calories even for a woman a day. Well, they're working out a couple times, like usually two times a day. Right. And they're lifting very, very heavy. And they're also doing the cardio. Um, but sometimes they would eat a larger meal before and after that workout. Um, because really, anybody, if you're lifting weights or doing any type of exercise, you're you know tearing down that muscle so it can rebuild. You have a 20 to 30 minute window after you work out to get that protein in there to help rebuild that muscle. So Heather, you would put together a custom plan that would advise somebody when to eat, what they would be eating, the quantities, right? And then try to find targets for how many calories and then kind of target how much protein that person requires, those kind of things. Yeah, I, it, very suggested. You know, I can suggest meal planning for different people, and then we can really hone down and figure out what's going to work for them. I think one time you asked me when I was eating lunch, you said, well, what kind of, yeah, are you on a keto diet? Right, right. And I said, diet's a really bad word. I don't <laughs> like that word. It's like a swear word. Um, because I said it's a Heather diet. <laughs> okay. It's just for you. It's what you need. Exactly. That's the idea. Uh -huh. All right. We're going to come into a break now. When we come back, we're going to get specific with Heather because you guys may have some goals out there of, of maintaining some muscular uh, appearance while you lose weight. And that can be a challenge to a lot of folks out there. Mm -hmm. So when we come back 
bathroom break. We're going to get specifics on that with Heather. we got a feel-good story for you coming up. I can tell you that uh, I you know a father out there who adopted a bunch of kids, and i got a great story for you so they could stay together. I think you're going to enjoy it. Stay with us. Consumer Quarterback Show rolls on. Hey, this is Jarek Robbins. You are listening to the Consumer Quarterback Show with Brandon Rimes. Please do what it takes to learn all that you have to to live the life you want to live. Live it fully and find a way to give it by paying it forward to others. Get in touch with Brandon online at ConsumerQB.com. The Tampa Build Expo, Florida's largest building and construction show, is returning to the Tampa Convention Center on November 6th and 7th. This huge show features thousands of innovative products and services at show special pricing, live demos, and over 25 industry-leading classes, including accredited sessions. If you're a contractor, builder, architect, engineer, designer, property manager, anyone involved with the building and construction industry, you can't afford to miss this show. Secure great pricing on products and services you need. Stay up to date on industry trends and network with thousands of key industry decision makers. The best part, it's all free for industry pros. Sign up at buildexpousa.com buildexpousa.com or call 877-219-3976 877-219-3976 Build your business at Build Expo. Hey, Brandon Rimes here, host of the Consumer Quarterback Show, national syndicated radio and TV show. We are looking for local area business expert contributors for our show. If you'd like to be considered, reach out at ConsumerQB.com, submit a form at ConsumerQB.com, or call 813-670-7372. We're interviewing for expert contributors for our program, 813-670-7372. Brandon Rimes here, owner of the Platinum MVP team at Keller Williams Realty. We want to offer a rent versus own analysis to anyone renting. Text the word rent in the amount of rent that you're paying to our consumer advocate hotline, 813-670-7372. Text the word rent in the amount of rent that you're paying to 813-670-7372. We're going to hook you up with a rent versus own analysis and break it down how easy we can get you into home ownership with 100% financing options available. ConsumerQB.com. Selling commercial or residential property? Don't leave money on the table. List with the Platinum MVP team at Keller Williams Realty. I'm Brandon Rimes. Reach me at 813-670-7372 or PlatinumMVPTeam.com. You're listening to The Consumer Quarterback, Brandon Rimes, online at ConsumerQB.com. Brandon is Tampa Bay's number one consumer advocate for real estate and financial advice. Call Brandon today at 813-670-7372. Welcome back. You're listening to The Consumer Quarterback Show with Brandon Rimes. Brandon is out today. You've got your backup quarterback, James DeJerome, in the chair. Same commitment to providing you that consumer knowledge that's going to help your dollar go a little farther out there. And same commitment to that positive section that Brandon always talks about, injecting some positivity and going against some of the negativity in the news that you see all the time. And to that end, i got a story here about a single dad that adopted some kids. And you think, well, what a great story. A guy adopted some children. Well, it's a little more than you think because a foster father in Buffalo, New York, he adopted five siblings. These kids were all 
all brothers and sisters, ages 5, 4, 3, 2, and 1. He adopted all five so they could stay together. Lamont Thomas has fostered more than 30 children. On Thursday, he became a father of 12 when he adopted Zendaya, Jamel, Nakia, Major, and Michaela. The children had been separated for more than a year and a half and had spent time in four different homes in different cities. Thomas swooped in two years ago and took them in as foster kids. I fought for those close to two and a half years just to be able to get them together. And we finally won. We got them all back together again. I wanted to be the difference, to make a difference by being a difference for these youth. Thomas joked that expanding his family with the energy of toddlers means he's come out of retirement. But they bring a new energy to me, told Good Morning America. They're lovable kids, very affectionate. They deserve to be raised as siblings. And that was my fight. So great story there about a guy who's going the extra mile to keep his kids together because he realizes how important family is. And that's the kind of thing we want to let you know about on the Consumer Quarterback Show. In addition, we've been visiting with Heather Lalk, and Heather's been telling us some information all about diet and some of the things she's done to help change her physical condition. She was unhappy with the way she felt and took action, and that's what we always try to talk about on the show, do something positive out there. Heather's been visiting with us in the first segment. We talked a little bit about some specific dieting advice and some of the ways she deals with clients when she builds a custom program for you. I had a question for you, Heather, because I used to work in football for a long time, and I had these football coaches. They would just force themselves to run. they put on the sweat jacket, and they would run, and these guys were in their city and they did no weightlifting, they would look horrible. They look like skeletons. You know, mm-hmm. I would say to these guys, you think you're, why is this good? I mean, what's the good side of this thing? So talk about dieting and relating to muscle mass. A lot of people lose their muscle. They're worried about losing their shape when they mm-hmm. diet. Is that a, something you face all the time? Oh, yeah. You need to, you know, keep up a physique. And I'm not talking about if you want to go on stage to compete, but we start losing our muscle mass, men and women, in our 30s. So we really need that. And plus, fat burn, you know, I'm sorry, muscle burns more fat. Mm-hmm. So that's so, a really big plus. So you're saying as a way to lose fat, you build muscle. Correct. So not just it's not just avoiding eating, guys. Uh, Heather, I know you brought some photos. You want to get into some of the pictures of you? Sure. Heather was Heather, as we told you. <laughs> if you're not watching the TV show, you're missing out today. Heather has done some competition, but mostly she's just really lean and in great shape. And she wanted to bring some photos to show you guys. Now, tell us about your diet when you appear like that. How many calories? <sighs> I can't remember how many weeks out I was. I was just kind of leaning out towards the competition, but I wasn't very close. So it's a gradual reduction in calories as you get closer? Yeah. Well, you actually have to pump up the calories in order to build that muscle. Okay. And then you kind of shred out and kind of go, you know, in a negative surplus as you get closer to your competition. And as far as your composition goes, is your protein level stay the same or do you go up as you No, it goes up. It also does the fat levels as well. Healthy fat is what I'm talking about. Avocados, olive oils. Um, sometimes my coach would take a look at me and I would say, oh my goodness, I feel so fat because mm-hmm. you're at that point. But he said, no, you're not. I don't see fat. I see flat. Your muscles are flat. We need to get the glycogen back in your muscles that makes it make them blow up and expand and look really good. Now, healthy fat is kind of a different thing for me. Give me some more examples of how that plays into healthy fats. They're, healthy they're- fats, yeah. Our hormones love healthy fats. Our thyroid loves healthy fats. That's why when people um, take so much out, out of their diets, their body's looking for it. It needs it mm-hmm. um, to keep those hormone levels at at bay, we should say. Right. So avocados are wonderful, if as long as you're not allergic to them. Right. Olive oils, coconut oils, things of that nature. So you can put 
those in your diet and it's fun and it's it's satisfying. Yeah, I imagine you have a better perspective on how to eat right. For guys, they tend to just cut down. You know, they, they eat just a couple of cans of tuna fish or, you know, they get really to the point where they can't sustain it. It's not sustainable. It's right. something they can do for a couple of days, mm-hmm. but it's not it's not a lifestyle or something that's going to continue for a while. Do you have a cookbook you give folks or when they say, I can't eat just that? What, what do you tell them? <laughs> I actually have a accountability journal I give to the folks that work with me that would like it. Um, I tell them, write down all the meals, where it's at, kind of esti- guesstimate mm-hmm. if they're not measuring it out or weighing it out, how, you know, how many ounces of things and if they, how they feel, right. you know, put down if you don't feel very well or if you have issues with your digestion, because we kind of have to figure out and uncover what's going on. It's a critical step to be your own uh, doctor in a way that you record. In, I, last time you were on the show, we talked a little bit, I gave you some history about me and wrestling. You have to cut way down, right? So you're constantly cutting weight, but that tells you what you can eat and you start to categorize foods by, oh, I know I can eat this and I'll only have this impact on me and I can lose this much weight this way. Mm-hmm. So you start to study your own custom diet and what uh, foods affect you and how they affect you. Right. When you work with somebody new that's coming to this completely from a non-diet perspective at all, you got to start with some food 101, like this is a protein, this is a carb, and, and talk about complex and simple, that kind of thing. Correct, yes. And I think, too, I learned in school, me coming from a background I was taught how to cook things from scratch and from the garden, a lot of people don't even know what tools that they need or can utilize in their kitchen. Right. So, And then also to make life simple, if you're single, um, you know, you still need to have certain tools in your kitchen to make your life very easy if you're mm. working full-time. So those are things that I can help revamp your kitchen or even grocery store tours. Okay, so it's it's a lot more, it's a lifestyle. Heather's here to try to build a lifestyle for you in terms of constructing a diet that's going to work for you, that's sustainable. And when you put together that exercise program, again, is that that's kind of based on their physiology or their, their ability to exercise, where they're coming from? Yeah, it is, and also what their goals are as well. But I always, always try to instill in them, especially in women, because I work with men as well. Mm-hmm. Um, but women, there's a huge misconception in the fitness world for many, many years that if women go heavier in their weightlifting, they're going to get bulky and mm. unattractive and look like these big huge bodybuilders on stage that they're like oh my goodness I don't want to look like that and I try to tell them you know you're losing the muscle in your 30s and more muscle burns more fat your body has to utilize more oxygen which actually speeds up your metabolic rate way hours days after you stop lifting Mm -hmm. and that said time versus when you're on a treadmill or elliptical machine you're doing cardio you're burning fat just then and there once you step off of that equipment it no longer is burning so think about that the misconception is i'm going to get bigger and and bulky and lose my flexibility and not have the appearance that i really want but the, the actual fact is you're going to have an easier time getting rid of body fat if you have muscle correct the the more muscle burns more fat so the idea that I'm just going to do a, a cut diet, I'm going to stop eating everything, that's that's bad because you're going to, lose, you're going to burn muscle. Correct, yes. And once you lose your muscle, you lose your engine for fat burning. Yeah, and your body is an amazing biocomputer is kind of how I say okay. it. Um, and it adapts very quickly. So you have to trick your body. You have to throw different things in there. You can't always do heavy weight lifting. You need to put in some HIT or some Tabata or some high cardio or yoga. Uh, you really need to switch it up. Plus, you don't get bored. If you're working with someone out there and you want to see what you can be, uh, Heather Locke has a background in nutrition and science, and she's got photos to prove it. <laughs> so if you want to see what she looks like, you got to check out the TV show. And you want to get together with her and just talk about 
why you're not where you want to be. You know, you have a goal out there that I want to be maybe a little thinner. I want to be a little more muscular. I want to look a certain way. How do you get there the smartest way? Because Heather's going to use the science and technology to get you where you want to be. Now, when you have a client that wants to reach out to you, and you have to inspire them or motivate them. I mean, do you expect them to come in ready to work, or do you ever have to find them and say, listen, you know, you're going to have to give them a little more effort if you want to get where you want to go? Oh, yeah. We have to have speak-to-Jesus meetings, you know, we say. <laughs> um, I, we, I always say, we can only do so much in your one, two, or three times that you see me every week. I said, here's your homework. You know, you have to work on this, and it's not just for me. It's for you. You have to want to do it for yourself. That's right. And you're going to feel better. I mean, once you push yourself and you make your own self accountable – Everything gets really a lot easier. And my whole big saying is get comfortable get comfortable being uncomfortable. That's uh, even in uh, other, every other goal that you might have in life. A similar thing like that in football. How do folks get in touch with Heather Locke? Um, they can go visit my website at fittoat.net. Okay. I also have an events calendar. I have some events coming up there as well. Um, sign up for a newsletter and blog. That will be starting. Oh, cool. Um, and you can also um, give me a call. At 727-755-3485. Fit to a T. Where's your studio again, Heather? It is right downtown in beautiful Dunedin on off of Broadway, kind of on the corner of Broadway and Skinner. Okay. Heather Locke, Fit to a T. Get in touch with her. She can do everything for you from dieting to exercise program. Achieve the goals you want to achieve. There's no reason to just sit back and say, I can't get there. Find out a professional that will give you a hand, and certainly we want to do that, make that connection for you here on the Consumer Quarterback Show. Stay with us. We're going to have more information for you. Consumer QB. The show rolls on. This is work done, and you're listening to the Real Estate Quarterback Show, hosted by my man, Brandon Rhymes. To get in touch with Brandon, call 813-670-7372, online at ConsumerQB.com. to the Consumer Quarterback, Brandon Rhymes, online at ConsumerQB.com. Brandon is Tampa Bay's number one consumer advocate for real estate and financial advice. Call Brandon today at 813-670-7372. Welcome back to the Consumer Quarterback Show with Brandon Rhymes. Brandon is out today. James DeJerome is your backup host. I've got Lauren Frieder from Frank Charles Miranda Law and Gary Schofield from Fabray Frameworks here. We're going to tell you something positive in our feel-good segment coming up. It's about eviction. A 102-year-old lady. You believe someone wants to evict a 102-year-old woman, but we got a, we got a good ending on that story. So stay with us for our Consumer Quarterback Show, Random Act of Kindness, the feel-good story like Brandon always does. So we've been talking a little bit about uh, different ways to hire an attorney, things you need to know when, about your attorney when you're getting, getting into an attorney situation. And then Gary told us a little bit about Fabray and everything that's going on at Fabray and why that real estate photography is so important to your real estate sale. I want to just go back to Lauren a little bit. Uh, Lauren, we talked about what's the difference between a trial lawyer and attorney and the civil and, and uh, uh, litigation. What about when you have the wrong attorney? So, what if you hired an attorney and you want to make a change? Uh, well, a lot of people don't realize that they can change attorneys or law firms at any time. It's your absolute right 
they um, I actually get this question a lot. Uh, they feel like, oh, I signed up with this attorney mm-hmm. and now I'm stuck. I don't like where my case is progressing or how the attorney is handling the case. And they feel like they have no option but just to stay with that attorney. It's absolutely 100% not true. You always have the right to change attorneys and law firms. Just like as attorneys, we have the right to get rid of you as a client. The reason I brought that up is because in the real estate world, I get this brand and it tells me this all the time. I'm working with a realtor and then I find out, hey, this person has another realtor they're working with and they feel as if they've undercut each other or they're they're working against each other. Uh, In the world, I could see I have an attorney. Is this, did she do the right thing? I want to check with another attorney to see if I can trust this attorney. So I'm creating some bad blood or is that even a, what happens? It's absolutely okay to go run um, as a client uh, your case by another attorney you know we have what we call attorney client confidentiality so if you're kind of at the point where you're not sure because maybe your attorney is doing everything right Mm -hmm. and a lot of people don't realize that they get frustrated with the system understandably you know we live this day to day so we know you got to be patient it's not always going to be the best outcome you know a small win one day and a big win the next day you know it just depends so you can go talk with another attorney it's kind of like a consultation mm-hmm. you should let them know though that you are represented okay. absolutely let them know because they need to know that right and and the process of uh in trial, changing of attorney requires the court system, right? Yes, absolutely. Once, uh, for example, if I filed a lawsuit and um, now we're already in the court system, so that means I have a notice of appearance in, I represent clients so-and-so, and if they wanted to switch, the court is going to have to enter an order granting a motion to withdraw as counsel. And then typically what happens is the client then has depending on if they're an individual or an entity, 20 to 30 days to go ahead and find new counsel. During that time, everything's going to stay the case mm-hmm. for the most part. Um, and hopefully you, you go retain somebody that knows what they're doing and uh, they have enough time to actually right. catch up on the case to see what's going on. And it's also important, I've talked about this before, in Florida, if you're an entity, a corporation, an LLC, you must be represented by an attorney for going to court. I'm not sure I understand that point exactly. You don't have the ability to represent yourself. You should. Have, no, you're not allowed. Um, I've seen people somehow get away with it here and there. Um, I don't know how they're really not caught. You said in Florida, as it's unique to this state. I don't ever want to speak beyond okay. Florida when okay. it comes to certain things um, because you have to understand every state um, it has different rules. Yeah, that's why so we need an attorney, guys. It could be different. I'm from Ohio. It could be different in Ohio. I don't know. Okay. And another thing to think about when you're looking to pick an attorney when you're talking about if, if this is the right attorney, you know, some attorneys are licensed to practice law in Florida, but not in the federal uh, court systems in Florida, whereas that, um, I am able to practice in the federal court systems. So I see attorneys who take cases. I'm thinking, why would you take this? Because, you know, you can't go practice in federal courts. But they took it anyways. So what qualifies you, Lauren, to be able to practice in a federal court? Well, in the Middle District of Florida, you know, you have to just be um, a, a licensed, a Florida licensed attorney um, in good standing with the Florida Bar. You go take an oath. It's different in different districts for the, for the federal federal courts. Okay. Um, so it just kind of depends. Uh, obviously, you need people to attest to your character, other attorneys that are already licensed into it. The Florida Bar is extremely strict, and they do a really good job at making sure, you know, Obviously, you hear there's bad attorneys mm-hmm. out there, but you know that's just in any profession and industry. Is so there they, an automatic review process within the bar so that after five years we look at ex attorney, or does it re- trigger a, replaint, a complaint to trigger a review of some attorney? Um, 
I've never heard of them just automatically looking at people unless they're trying to get you know, board certified okay. or become a judge. Uh, think, to look at those types of qualifications, but I uh, don't ever like talking okay. about attorney complaints. But that's going to trigger something, yeah, for sure. All right, just another question again with my law and order background. The what makes an attorney become a judge? When are you? Do, do you want to be a? Do, do attorneys seek to be a judge? That of course they would. What's yeah. the process? Uh, once again, that uh, answer depends on what county and we'll go to Florida. Okay. What county in Florida you're in? And, um, certain counties, all you have to do is just become a licensed attorney in Florida, mm-hmm. and this is going to be really more based on population than. Other counties, you might need to have five years of practice in good standing. It just differs county by county. Okay. Are you familiar with any attorneys that you know that became judges? I am, but I don't want to talk about it because <laughs> okay. people are going to excuse me of uh, Okay. So there's another thing I, that we learned today on the show. <laughs> you got to be careful when you're talking about judges. Well, I, you know, the judges that I know and that, you know, obviously backed in campaigns mm-hmm. and believe in are amazing people. Sure. And the judges are people, too. You know, they're, it's, you know, they're more isolated because, like we talked about earlier, they have to remain impartial yeah. and you can't have what we call it ex parte communication so I can't if you were a judge be like hey James you know, right. I want this favor done in this case sure. or whatever um, no it doesn't work that way that's really I imagine, wrong <laughs> I can imagine you have to be careful just in your regular life to not run into those situations yes. all the time it's a huge thing and attorneys we have that too but judges are you know a, a higher standard they sure. cannot have this uh, appearance of impropriety right I know my background just in coaching you'd be someone oh let me coach, come on coach cut the line come on in front you know you realize that's you can't do that yeah okay. they're always watching uh, nice. So there's just a little knowledge for you. All right, Gary, when was the last time you had to hire an attorney? No, just kidding, Gary. I wouldn't put you on the spot like that. What month is this? <laughs> no, okay. So with uh, Fabre and the real estate thing, you guys run into legal issues, I imagine. You know, realtors do all the time as far as uh, too many people want to buy this house or there's some legal issue about the home itself. Uh, Brandon has relayed stories to me where He'll have a buyer in, in, ready to go, and then some inspection or whatnot, he'll, he'll have to struggle, and he'll find some, someone who has to interpret the way the, the, the statute is. So one house inspector may not be the same as another house inspector. Uh, Lauren's saying that lawyers are different across the board, some good, some bad. When you guys work with people that want to sell their home, I imagine some are very uh, difficult. They're on you all the time saying this picture, that picture. I want this done. I want that done. And some guys let, let you do your thing, huh? Uh, the ones that have used us a while know what we do. Uh, they let us do our, our, okay. our thing. The trust thing is built up there. And it's amazing. Like you're reading my notes again. I was going <laughs> to tie in the legal thing again. Um, and uh, I'll finish up with that. Yeah. But uh, but I'm, I'm sure it's like every business. I mean, there's uh, you mentioned inspectors. Mm-hmm. They have guidelines that they're supposed to, to use. And if if you have some that don't follow those guidelines, the reputation is going to follow them, and, and they'll get weeded out. Same with us. And if you're doing things right, those reputations get thrown over there, and they will go with Fabray because they're proven. So I know that's Brandon always just has Fabray all the time. He recommends you guys to everybody. He has a relationship where he knows the work you guys do. So it's how do you build that? Tr- you just got to go out there and do it and show them what you can do, and they'll see the difference between your work and others. Exactly. And, and comparison is the best way. Uh, not only the quality, but, but also um, somehow... Uh, uh, the Fabrays have kept the pricing down mm-hmm. so low. Uh, there's some other companies out there trying to do what they're doing. Uh, they might offer a, a similar price, but you don't get 
all the photos that, that we provide, you don't get the editing, uh, next day delivery, yeah. and you don't get the free drones. That's so, the key. Brandon talks about timeliness a lot. You know, people are on you. I want to sell this property. I got to sell this property. They're judging their quality of the realtor by how fast they get responses, how soon the phone rings. So having you guys respond and get the photos up there, that's a key part of his whole thing. Yeah, because uh, you get a listing today uh, or, or you secure a listing, uh, you want to get it listed as soon as possible. You don't want to wait a week for photos. Absolutely. So uh, getting an appointment with this in a, in a day or two is key to that. And also one note on the legal side, um, a lot of these uh, companies, uh, when you use their photography, they retain ownership of the photos. Hmm. So you're not able to post them um, on social sites. In other words, they still own, own the photograph. I their, see. their property. Not with Fabray. It's You pay for it. It's yours. You can get it branded. You can put it on social media. Any marketing you want. Those are your photos once, once well, you bought them. Well, that's a critical piece that you might not have thought of. So, it certainly didn't occur to me that I wouldn't own the photos. I mean, it's my house. I hired you guys. I, I want to be able to use those pictures whenever I want. Okay. Yep. So that's something that Fabray offers that certainly I didn't didn't occur to me. Uh, for folks out there considering a, a real estate transaction, you might want to hire Fabray just because you get to own those photos. They're yours forever. Very good. Then you won't have to hire an attorney to come in <laughs> and wrestle them away from somebody well, else. I guess if you wanted both of us, you could, yeah. Go. <laughs> we'll offer a special. <laughs> See, that's what we do here on the Consumer Quarterback Show. Partnerships, right? Business working together. All right, stay with us. When we come back, we're going to tell you about that feel-good story I told you about. 102-year-old woman gets to stay in her house, and I'm going to tell you why. And then, of course, we're going to have our finishing summaries from our guests here in studio. Don't go anywhere. The Consumer Quarterback Show rolls on. Hey, this is Grant Cardone, and you're listening to Consumer Quarterback Show, hosted by my friend Brandon Rhymes. Do not touch that dial. I'll come right through the radio and grab your throat. To get in touch with Brandon, call 813-670-7372, online at ConsumerQB.com. Ian Beckles here with my man, Brandon Rimes, a.k.a. the Real Estate Quarterback. Brandon, what's happening with the market? Thanks, Ian. We are in a low inventory market, so any of our listeners are homeowners and would like a free comparable market analysis or a 2.5% listing, we will honor this for the first three listeners who call or text in 813-773-1253, free CMA, and a 2.5% real estate listing at 813-773-1253. Check out PlatinumMVPRealty.net. PlatinumMVP. Realty.net. Hey, Brandon Rhymes here. I'm a top 1% realtor in the United States with Keller Williams Realty, the number one real estate company in the world. We're looking for buyers, sellers, and investors that would like to work with our top team in the area. Reach out at ConsumerQB.com. Just submit an email form at ConsumerQB.com or give us a call or a text at 813-670-7372. Call or text 813-670-7372 and we will help you win in negotiations with your real estate deals. You're listening to the Consumer Quarterback, Brandon Rhymes, cutting through your typical media nonsense and offering you a rational and unbiased perspective on current events and life in Tampa Bay. Online at ConsumerQB.com. That's right. ConsumerQB.com is where you can find all the partners that you listen to on the Consumer Quarterback Show. We're also available on lots of video replay. The WeBeam TV, of course, is our home for our webcast. But Binge Networks is now carrying the show. So any smart television out there, you can find the Consumer Quarterback Show. You're looking for BingeNetworks.tv and search the Consumer Quarterback Show. So we're available all over the place. SoundCloud, Pippa, Facebook. You find the Consumer Quarterback Show, and Brandon will make sure that we're providing some information that makes you a better consumer 
and make your dollar go a little bit farther in the marketplace. we got a, a feel-good story coming up, again, of Brandon Rhymes' tradition of putting some positivity into every program. We're going to make sure that we tell you that. And I'm just visiting now with Lauren Frieder from Frank Charles Miranda Law and Gary Schofield from Fabray Frameworks. We're talking a little bit about the law and about real estate photography and all the things out there that you might need to know. I want to alert you to an opportunity for our veterans and first responders. September 12th, 6 to 8.30, Brandon has got the captain, Matt Bruce, and himself available for any veteran or first responder that wants to find out about the programs that are in place for you. There's a lot of real estate uh, programs for veterans and first responders, and, of course, the captain knows everything about what's going on. This is your chance to get out, meet these guys, and find out what they can do for you. we got catering by Amici's as well. should be a great night. September 12, 6 to 8.30, American Legion Post 5, right down there in downtown Tampa off Kennedy Boulevard. All right, so we talked a little bit today about uh, uh, real estate, and one of the things I wanted to do was tie it into this feel-good story I've got. So uh, this poor lady, 102 years old, she lives in California, and they, there was a couple of folks that found out that she was being evicted. So they put on their Facebook, uh, her name is Thelma, that says, Thelma has been a dear friend for a long time. Can you imagine doing this to a 102-year-old woman who gave back to the community her whole life? It's heartless. So in response to that, a couple of folks realized uh, that this lady needed a hand, and one of them was Arnold Schwarzenegger. So Arnold is coming to the rescue of a 102-year-old woman who's being forced to leave her California home. According to the eviction notice, longtime Ladera Heights resident Thelma Smith is being forced out of her home so the, daughter, so the landlord's daughter can move in. So it really doesn't sound, yeah, doesn't sound right. And Arnold said, that's not correct. So he's going to jump in after living there 30 years. He said the woman needs some help, and he's going to provide that help. So, again, social media, I don't, I don't care for it a lot of times. I find that it's uh, just superfluous or it creates issues or problems or just divisive. But there are certainly aspects where it can help and do good things out there. So if you feel like you can do something for somebody, we encourage you to go ahead and take that first step, pay it forward, be the first one. And that way, when it comes back around to you, you can say, I started this whole thing. But we want you to do something good, and that's, that's Brandon's commitment to you. All right, so back in studio now with Lauren and Gary, and we're going to just summarize a little bit about some of the stuff we learned today. Again, you may think you know a lot about the law. As I did, because I watch a lot of television shows. But that doesn't give you any background at all, and you find out that you may get yourself in trouble if you're just going off your law and order background. So, Lauren, just summarize a little bit of some of the major... We talked about attorneys and litigators versus going to court and not going to court. What are some of the things, just takeaways, that you want folks to remember? Some really important takeaways is, you know, when you're trying to decide on picking the right attorney, you need to really think about what it is that I want or need to accomplish. It doesn't always have to be a litigator, which means we go to court. Um, It might be best served through a different type of specialty attorney. So you really need to, going back to due diligence, think about what it is that you want to accomplish or need to. You also need to be thinking about money. Mm. Um, It's expensive oftentimes to hire an attorney, but sometimes it's smarter. Actually, it's always smarter to hire an attorney up front to give you an opinion because it's going to save you money in the long run. and that's something I love to do is to offer ahead of time, let's make sure things are in place so you can avoid being in court. Do you find folks uh, bring up money at all? I mean, they, everyone wants a bulldog. I want the mean, I want the yeah. guy who's going to kill, you know, just get in there and just kill everyone in court. But they don't think about the cost. They don't think about the knowledge. It's just a, a, a history of aggression. Yeah, you would think, uh, actually, they do talk about money a lot. So <laughs> they uh, definitely want that pit bull. They want right. you there. They want you working. You know you know a litigator because we're tired all okay. the time. Um, they want all that stuff. But then when it comes time to paying for it, Mm-hmm. 
you know, even if, with the best results, there's always some pushback. Um, so, you know, I'm very clear, you know, if I'm looking at an hourly rate case, you need to be asked, you ask the attorney, what do they charge an hourly rate for? Uh, what do the paralegals have an hourly rate? Is this a contingency fee matter? Um, these things are different. If I'm paying hourly, do I have to pay a retainer? Is this retainer refundable versus non-refundable? Um, you know. Just real quick, contingency. Just define that you just mentioned a term there. Oh, contingency fees. Mm-hmm. So a contingency fee uh, most commonly is where people are going to think of personal injury cases, uh, right. auto crashes, they're not accidents, um, is when you have a case and you say, you know, we'll take your case on. You know, We're going to vet the case to see if it, there's a, it's a good case or not, which mm-hmm. I hope all attorneys are doing. I don't see that happening these days. Um, and then depending on if it settles in pre-suit, we're going to take 33 and a third percent. This is all Florida bar guidelines. Okay. Now, so that percent is not negotiated. It's already in the in the law. It's in the, it's in the Florida bar guidelines. Now you can go ahead and you can talk to the attorney and ask them to take it. Hey, you know, and we've done this for people. Maybe we'll do a 20 percent in what we call pre-suit before we file the lawsuit. But the standard language is 33 and a third percent. Now, not all cases can be done in contingency. That's going to, um, when I think of, uh, child support, I think, is one okay. of the big areas, and I believe criminal. And like I said, I, right. this is why you want something in a specialty. Spot. No, absolutely, <laughs> because there's so many areas. Sure. Um, and then once a lawsuit's filed, if the defendant files an answer, now under what we're talking about, the Florida bar rules, if you just sign the typical contract, it's a 40% okay. contingency fee. So pretend somebody recovers in trial $100,000. There's $40,000 in attorney fees because the attorney is taking a gamble. They don't know if they're going to get paid on the case or not versus if I'm charging an hourly fee rate uh, for something else, I know I'm getting paid literally that. by the minute. Okay. So it's <laughs> kind of his evaluation of the case. As you present the case to the attorney, they're going to say, well, this may qualify as a contingency if they mm-hmm. feel like there's a positive result in the offer. Yeah. And then they, you know, be honest with them um, the, and make sure that the, you're asking the attorney all those right questions too. You know, how many of these types of cases have they taken before? How long have they practiced in this area? Um, you know, do they have the resources and the staff to even facilitate your case in the right way? It's very, very important that people know this because if an attorney doesn't have the money to put up for costs, if we're talking about trial, I mean, hiring experts for trials are $20,000 a piece for an expert, $30,000. So those are monies that the attorney has to put up front mm-hmm. and you're hoping you know of course that you win it's a gamble yeah i can imagine again with my background in uh, television law i see them all the time using private detectives so yes. every every attorney on tv has a pi that he's That's sending true. out to check this out or check that out we but do. they got to pay that guy we, um, that is actually a very true tv statement <laughs> um, we do use uh, pis all the time private investigators I actually like to think I'm a great one myself because we're always having to uncover the truth. But, um, yes, most law firms, if they're doing the kind of business that we do, we have um, a private investigator that we can hire need if needed, depending on the case. Insurance companies almost always have a private investigator following you once you filed a lawsuit. I just want to go back a little bit. You talked about pricing. Of course, everyone's concerned about price, but you don't come right out and say, how much does it cost to hire this attorney? You know, I'm curious to know when you're shopping how you're going to get a fee idea or how do you get an idea of what the rates and fees are for various attorneys? Well, an attorney that gives you just a simple answer that says it should just cost just as much is probably wrong. Yeah, because there's too many factors, There's right? too many variables. Um, so you really need to you know, talk to them about what their hourly rate is. Hey, if it gets you know to this, you know, it, this is the type of money maybe I have to spend on this case 
what happens if we run out of this money? Then what do I do? Because the attorney might withdraw. So you need to be asking all those kinds of questions. There's always, I mean, for us, we will do whatever we can to help the person. I mean, of course, we're here to make money. But I became an attorney because I believe in sticking on for people. Right. Uh, That's the most important thing for me. So if there's a will, there's a way. All right, out there. So Frank Charles Miranda Law. This is Lauren Frieder. She's going to help you if you need help. But the information she's providing is for everyone out there to think about going forward in a legal matter and how, how best to pursue that and who you, sh- who you need on your side. All right, Gary, let's, let's finish up with Fabre. We want to make sure folks out there know what you guys offer and what the difference is between just having a picture of the front of your house taken with your phone and having somebody out there with a professional photographer. You did it again. Uh, <laughs> good job, James. Um, the, the photos, uh, and there's some good... Uh, pretty good camera phones or, or phone cameras mm-hmm. out there. It's the number of pixels that, that when you um, uh, move that picture into onto your computer or upload it into something, and we've all seen the little half-size photos, mm-hmm. very low pixels, hard to see. Um, nobody's going to look at that. Right. The real grainy ones, low pixels. All our all of our photography uh, or professionals use HDR, high high defi- uh, definition resolution so that and it's two to maybe eight times more pixels right depending on the programs that you use so greater depth more color just looks deeper everything's yeah. better uh yeah. everything's better with um well thought I'm, of an old commercial <laughs> <laughs> well when you take a picture i mean i i, I dated a girl who had knew I, she did things with the phone i couldn't imagine she had this different apps that she could use to record thing i mean it was in, incredible but uh, as far as the pictures go, uh, you cannot increase the, the camera is the camera on a phone. You cannot make him. I mean, you can do a lot of things in post, but you cannot make it richer or thick or you know deeper color. No, you you can't uh, enhance it. There you, uh, go. you you can play with it. You have all these apps where you can put you know adjust it or make right. all these little things, uh, which is fun, but it doesn't serve a purpose in selling real estate. Um, and. Uh, I guess that's all I can say about those apps. But uh. <laughs> but it, the idea that the greater the eyeballs on your photos, the more uh, money you're going to get for your property, the less days it's going to spend on the market, all that stuff has been proven through time. I, I, I agree. Uh, uh, they, you get more showings, uh, quicker offers and closings. Um, and I, I forget the number, but it's, it's pretty close to the listed price or how many homes – with professional photography are within a percent or two mm-hmm. of, the, of the listed price or the asking and price. Brandon, Brandon quotes numbers all the time. I'm, st- I'm amazed at the big difference. It makes a huge difference. The other thing that uh, I wanted to point out for folks is the virtual staging. Uh, when you guys come in to do that, does the house have to be ready for I mean, it has to be empty, right? Yeah, we can't, we can't improve uh, through the edit process. Uh, we can't add a fireplace or, or something. So if there's a garbage can or something in the way or a piece of rug or maybe they didn't clean it, if the room is empty, it needs to be swept and cleaned. Uh, right. The better the product, the, the better the finished photo is going to be, of course. That makes sense. Fabre is going to do everything they can to get your property sold. Get in touch with those guys if you're thinking about it because it, once you see the difference, you're going to realize, man, it makes quite a bit of a difference in terms of viewers out there eyeballs you get on your stuff all right so great show today thanks so much for uh, lauren coming in and, and gary's here giving us some knowledge i want to thank all you guys out there listening and encourage you to go to the consumer quarterback uh, website take a look at all our partners and see what, if you can uh, do business with them we know these folks and they're going to do the best by you and don't forget about this september 12th event with uh, catering by amici's at the american legion you can meet captain matt bruce and the consumer quarterback himself brandon rhymes they're going to do their best to provide some information for first responders and vets 
As always, keep us in mind. Consider committing a random act of kindness and do that for everybody and do that for each other. Would you do that? Consumer Quarterback Show, ConsumerQB.com. You've been listening to the Consumer Quarterback, Brandon Rhymes. Whether it's real estate, consumer, or financial advice, let Brandon call your next play. Contact Brandon Rhymes at 813-670-7372. That's 813-670-7372. Online at ConsumerQB.com. And join us next time for the Consumer Quarterback Show. Weekday afternoons at 5 on AM 1380. The Biz.